0: Welcome back to the Inspired Wild Podcast. This is part two of the Nebraska Mule Deer Hunt. Jumping right back into this. CJ is on the road heading back. And so we need to catch you up on a little piece uh, that happened after CJ's adventure was done. So Kyle, Levi, Tanner, and CJ. We were all there standing. And I believe you, Tanner, wasn't it you that was glassing down that draw?
1: Yeah, we were looking for... Was that south? Yeah, south. South, yeah. Looking for CJ's buck.
0: Just kind of after the whole adventure, just seeing if you could get eyes back on him. And then you said, well, there's two mature bucks. And they were, that was what? A three-quarters of a mile away
1: yeah it's pretty pretty long ways um
0: and uh as happens very often you know midday bucks will bed and they were bedded kind of uh so the main draw runs away from us but then it kind of went up and made a bench and then it went back the the and then that draw continued on up and of course there's side draws off of that but this is the main draw and uh, i think you told me i don't think you can get close i don't think we can get close to them yeah because they were pretty bedded open. from from that from where we were looking it looked like they were bedded in the middle of nothing mm-hmm. i remember thinking well we don't have a whole lot of time left and i'd already kind of uh stubbed my toe once and i wanted another opportunity mm-hmm. so I said, well, what do we have to lose? So I think you and CJ decided to go ahead and, and stay where, in that area and just keep glassing to see if you could pick his buck up again.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, Kyle, who is also on the podcast with us for this Say episode. Hi,
2: Kyle. Oh, hey. Hi. Uh,
0: he's also going to be doing some editing, so he will probably remain quiet until I tell him, hey, wake up. Um so it was you, uh, Levi, and myself, and um, I believe you were going to be basically over my shoulder.
2: That was the plan, yeah. Going down there, yeah. To follow behind you and try to try to get as close as we could. But we were in a unique spot, coming from below, and not being not having the opportunity to see them first. Uh, and Levi, with the long lens, moved up higher, which likely saw the whole thing unfold but uh, the plan once we got there was you to go up first to see what was going on before i fell right Uh, so we we kind of made a big loop um back if if
0: if you hear a drone in the background it's because the the generator is running um because we're charging batteries and stuff like that so if you hear a a a long uh, uh annoying background noise that's what it is um so we made a loop around and levi kyle and i didn't even look for the bucks we probably walked a half a mile until we came and uh around to where i thought i might be able to get on a high spot and see them and just as it is in that country it's deceiving i i climbed up on this and I was like, "There's no way." I still have maybe two more ridges. I knew where they were as far as in that draw, because I marked some some different landmarks. But I was hoping to yeah. get eyes on them by like when we were still 200 yards
1: away. Yeah, CJ and I were armchair quarterbacking that whole deal. We're like, no, you can't, you can't, don't go up there. I mean, you couldn't hear us obviously, but like, don't, no, you can't, you can't see them from there, but. Well yeah, I know you just never never but know. You,
0: and so i'm 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 playing it safe because I don't want to blow them out before we even get in the game so I think I climbed up a couple different places and I finally got up to a spot and I looked down and I could see them and the crazy thing was it wasn't a spot that a lot there's a lot of yuccas and yuccas are very useful when you're setting up a camera you can sneak up behind them pop the long lens up and then just kind of ease it out till you have a clear View, and it's enough cover. You can use them to stalk behind different things. There was nothing, hardly anything up there. But I figured Levi was running the long lens on this situation. He could pop up just enough to where he could see those bucks bedded. So I kind of told him what I thought, and you and I decided, okay, well, let's go down, drop in the draw. The way it laid, I was. N- 85% sure that I could creep up the bottom of the draw and then come up the cut right before them and get up and hopefully be within bow range. It
2: was sketchy. But a good plan really, the only plan with the way they were laid out on the open face of that.
0: Yeah, I mean or it flat. was it was definitely it was definitely the only plan we had. Say something. I just want to check your audio levels. Check,
2: check, check, check.
0: I can barely hear you, dude. Can Where's you the that? mic at? Sure. Right
2: here.
0: Put that up towards your mouth. Is that better? Oh goodness oh, gracious, yeah. man! Just don't. Yeah, there you go. I'm like don't I can it. barely hear you, so I'm sure that they, this isn't picking up. But give me another one. Just check. Yeah, check. that's much better. Okay. Because I almost got you all the way cranked up. Um, yeah. Don't good. So, you took. What did you have in your hand? I
2: had the 70 to 200. Okay. And that was with the FX3 followed behind you and as you were coming down that drainage we found that little cut that we were that you were going to crawl up and the plan was you to go check it first before I followed behind you because we need we wanted eyes on him. Last I remember. So I think you thought I was going to go check it. My idea was to get up there and kill him. Well, so I stayed behind because if I came up with you and they, because we didn't know how close they were to that cliff edge, you went up right. and you didn't see them. Right. And at that point, that's when you, I think, I think at some point you looked back at Levi, kind of tried to figure yeah. out where they were. Um, <laughs> l- l- yeah, so l- i l- Let me explain.
0: Ahead, <laughs> we are probably very confusing to the listeners. So the, this draw comes up and imagine on the left side of the draw, it you know it, it's a draw so it's going up and then it benches off and then it keeps going so also there are small fingers where you can tell the waters run off and so there's little cuts in that draw that go all the way to the bottom running from top to bottom um, so my idea was to stay close to the left side of the bottom of the draw because it was probably 20-25 yards wide um, and you know there's cow paths there where the cattle have walked and, and so I just hugged the left side they're bedded on that bench uh, amongst some yuccas um, from where we were glassing when we first saw them they looked like they were in the middle of nothing but they yeah. actually had a lot of cover around them so I took th- and I had marked that spot and I knew that cut would get me at least to where I should be able to see them Luckily, there was a clump of probably four or five yuccas right at the tip of that. So I crawled up uh, told told Kyle to to hang tight because I didn't want us both to go and my thought was even if I sh- even if I came up and had to shoot him right away, we had Levi on the ridge and um, and we were golden uh, best laid plans of Men, go awry. I get up on there, and I'm just getting set up, and I'm getting poking up, up o- over. You know, I got my glass up, bows down. I'm on my knees, but I'm coming up over the yuccas with my binoculars and my eyeballs. You know, just poking through the the little uh, yucca. What are those called? Spikes? Yucca leaves? No. Sure. What are they? What does what does the yucca have, Kyle?
1: Yucca has
0: No. Blades. Blades. Yucca blades. Good. Okay. Yeah. So I'm coming up with the, my binos on the yucca blade through the yucca blades and then I can't see anything.
1: Which was the funniest thing of the whole trip for CJ okay. And I. Okay, stop. <laughs> Let me tell mine and then you can you can backseat quarterback this. Uh, I didn't know you guys
0: could see us from where you were at. But I, I wouldn't have cared. So I'm looking and I'm expecting expecting to see antlers because they're bedded, so I'm expecting to come up, and as I come up, see the tops of their antlers, and get a fix, and I'm probably 35, 40 yards, assuming, this is what, in my mind, I'm thinking I'm 30, I'm going to be 35, 40 yards from them, so I come up, and there's nothing, and I'm like, what the heck, and I come up a little higher, and then pretty much, I, I come up to... Almost like crouch position, and I come back, and I look back at Levi, and Levi's motioning me like this. He's pushing his hand away, okay, like go away, right? Go away. If somebody were to tell you, or shooing a fly away, let's let's use that as an analogy of what he was doing. I I take that is they ran away. What he means is they went just over the rise. And so I'm like what the heck they just ran away did I just spook them so I turn back and I go to stand up well they're just over the rise and they're standing there and I duck down real quick and I I look back and I'm like they're right there right there they're right there he couldn't see them they had walked into a depression and ended up feeding down or I don't know, feeding, milling around, whatever, down towards the main draw, through through another little cut. Now, you tell me
1: what you guys <laughs> saw. Yeah, so the so you're as you're going up that cut, the bucks are bedded, and they like you'd if you'd have popped up, they'd have been same. I mean, you'd have seen them for sure. And but from our view, you are directly in between us and the bucks. And, I mean, you look like you're right below like, same, like, we're just like, we're looking like, oh, he's going to pop up. So, you're, as you're crawling up that bank, both of them get up, they're standing up, and you're, like, seconds from popping over, and they just walk down into the draw. And so, we see you pop over, and you're, like, looking around, and the bucks are just, they're gone. <laughs> and then, you... And then so you're like you turn you do your thing and then you turn around you're looking at levi and as you're looking at levi the bucks walk back up and so you're like you like have your hands up like what the heck and this buck walks up behind you and it looks from our angle i mean we knew it was probably 50 or less but you know it looks like you're about 10 yards so you got your like hands up doing this just sitting on your butt like what the heck happened and these bucks walk right back up to where they were and we're like oh my gosh and then you like we see you turn around look and then you like drop real fast like whoa he's on it was so freaking funny so you must have had an angle where you were a little
0: higher because they walked they didn't walk down into the draw
1: yet they just walked into a little depression and then little cuts that came up right Not into the. I'm not saying into the draw. There's those little cuts. They just dropped into that cut, and then they just (laughs) pop right back out. As you're looking the other way, I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Turn around. (sighs) And then, uh,
0: so so I see them, and and then I start getting ready, and I start creeping up a little bit because now they're a little bit lower, and then I come up, and they're gone again. So they must have. Then turned and walked back down into the draw again for a good little bit because I crept, crept another 10 to 12 yards and got around the those yuccas. And I remember going, okay, are, there, are they going to come down below me? Am I going to have to stand up and shoot them in the draw? I, I didn't know what. My options were, but I knew I needed that cover, and so <laughs> I just remember kind of getting set up, going, "Okay, what am I going to do?" And then I see antlers coming, and here they come back up out of that cut again, but this time they're basically right on the other side of where they were bedded, now kind of milling. So I I range. Now, were you watching this too? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you knew that I had shot. Oh yeah. Okay. So I range the bigger buck who's a which is a nice 4x4 four four, and the other buck was a he was a mature buck but he was a 3x3. Three three. Yeah. And I range that decent 4x4 four four, and at first he's 28 yards but he's walking away from me. And I'm just about to draw and see if he if he gives me an angle. And I see the 3x3 three three come up. My first initial response then was, "I'm just going to shoot this buck. He's right here, and the other one's working away." And then I said, "No, I want to. Sh- I want to shoot that bigger buck." So that's when I ranged. Now, Kyle, what have you? What are you doing at, at this juncture? Cause you, I just had, follow,
2: I followed you. So as soon as I I knew you were just moving forward. After, so, when you saw
0: me crawling towards,
2: <clears throat> yeah. So I was I was below you still still in that, that cut in the draw as you moved up and you just kept going. So I was like, well, I better get, I better get closer to you because I'm just assuming you don't see him yet. So I'll just stay low with you and get as close as we can. The problem was though, watching all of that go down and what Tanner saw and what you were experiencing, I didn't want to move much further or closer to you, not knowing where these right. these bucks were. So I waited, but as you dropped, then I kind of got set up behind you, and I, I didn't want to pop up before you. Right. So I kind of waited, just filmed you taking the shot, assuming Levi had everything else. Right. Which Levi almost missed it. Yeah, which we heard after the fact. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently he,
0: when the bucks walked back up, he, the the yucca, the one yucca that he'd found that he was using as cover was blocking his shot so he actually grabbed the camera and moved and he must have stopped recording moved the camera over hit record again and I'm at full draw when he starts recording (laughs) the other thing is he didn't realize that whoever had had the camera had been recording in slow motion all right so uh, just for you camera nerds out there, you know that when you're recording on a Sony in slow motion, it'll record for a set time and then it stops the clip in slow motion. <laughs> Six mi- or eight minutes. I think that's what Levi figured out. It, He said the thing would only record for eight minutes and then I'd have to, sp- it would stop and then I'd have to rec- hit record again. <laughs> so he was recording these eight minute c- clips in slow motion. So, uh, you know, I mean again, it, we can speed it up. It'll be fine. Um, but, but yeah, (laughs) so anyway, it's kind of, it was kind of a, uh, comedy of errors. Of course you're running audio on me, so we have the
2: audio. It's no big deal. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I kind of, that's what I was thinking. I, you know, my thought was, is, is let you get up, take the shot. And as soon as you get up and draw, I figure as soon as you take the shot, then I'll, I'll move to try to frame in the animal wherever it is, which was able to. You know, once you heard that sound of it hitting the animal, just got up and, and right. luckily was able to get it running off across the Yeah, it the was draw. good because Levi didn't.
0: Oh. As soon as I shot, Levi quit recording. <laughs> 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 he said, well, I went, and, and I understand, because he went into hunt mode, and I understand this. He got up to see, to keep eyes on the deer to try and help me you know, as the deer started to run off. He was more concerned with keeping eyes on the deer. I understand that. So the crazy thing about that, the deer get there. I range him 38 yards. I come to full draw. When I come to full draw, everything felt perfect. I'm at full draw. The buck is quartering hard away from me, but not so hard. Like, I need to... Hindsight's always twenty twenty. Where would you, where do you shoot a buck that's quartering hard off his back hip, right? Because you're you're aiming for where you want the exit. I put that arrow perfectly. If he was broadside, it hit him where you would want to hit him. Unfortunately, when he's quartering away, that's too far forward. And I immediately saw him buckle, and I heard the. I mean, it didn't sound like a watermelon. It sounded like hitting a two by four yeah. and that shoulder. Yeah, it was loud. And I'm like, dang it. So at that quartering angle, you know, when a buck is broadside, you hit him forward, you need to be back maybe six inches. Well, when he's quartering away, that margin of error narrows because as they quarter away, you know, if you shoot 3Ds and you're shooting at the 10 ring if it's a quarter and away animal, your 10 ring is oblong. You know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's not very wide, it's same height, but not yeah. very wide. And so in actuality, I probably could have been four inches to the right and would have been perfect, but they took off out of there and they went down and across the draw and up the other side. Now, mind you, this is 150, 175 yards, mid level on the draw yeah. And, and he immediately beds down. Yeah. I mean, and he's he's already stopped running. He's limping, and he beds down. My first thought is, ooh, maybe I got one lung. He beds down that quick. Well, the other buck that was with him, the three-point jerk, he came and poked him and got him up. And so they, they start, they're walking up right across from us they have not seen me I have laid down behind the yucca and I'm watching them through the through the blades and they have no idea what happened the one buck is limping bad he goes another 50-60 yards beds back down and I'm like okay now what do I do the sun is setting I'm laying here on the offside he was 15 yards behind me also kind of hunched down and I thought what do I do here so I waited for a while and then I looked back at Kyle and I think Kyle and I just say see if you can back out to the bottom of the draw and I don't know what I was thinking but I was thinking maybe he could get in the bottom of the draw they won't be able to see him well it's on the side of the freaking other hill I mean I don't know what
2: I was thinking we were totally exposed mm-hmm.
0: we had to get out of there some way
2: yeah, and they're looking right at me. I'm filming. Yeah. I'm filming them cross the draw and right. laying there. So and then
0: you backed out, but you got backed out and to the bottom of the draw, mm-hmm. and, but you could still see him, right? Yeah. When you got to the bottom yeah. of the draw, and they didn't, they just looked at him. Mm-hmm. But then when I started back pedaling, they jumped up and took off. Mm-hmm. And that's when you guys come into play.
1: Yeah, we could, as soon as they kind of popped out on top of the draw, I saw them and they, I just watched them run for like a couple hundred yards, just running, running, running straight towards us basically. And eventually there's a big, a big drainage that kind of cut perpendicular to the main draw and they they ran, never stopped running for several hundred yards, three or four hundred yards. And then they hit that draw, and then they ducked into that draw and disappeared. And meanwhile, I had glassed up a that morning. Um, went before we found CJ's buck. I had glassed up a a whitetail buck, not a not a big buck, just a decent little buck, um, a whitetail buck, and he was with a he was with a small muley buck, and they were like hanging out together, but the, the whitetail buck was posturing up and, you know, acting kind of aggressive, and they betted in this draw, and the mealy was there all day, and, but where the whitetail buck went in, there's a bunch of weeds, but we never saw him leave, so, <coughs> all day, <coughs> all day we assumed that he's still in there, and by this time, he had, he had uh, stepped out and he was acting super aggressive so cj and i were like well maybe maybe we'll just run over there and he was going to run the the decoy because we had a little that little white tailed buck decoy from montana
0: i bet you could have got him
1: oh i he, bet he would have got fired up. so aggressive and so we're like let's go try to decoy this sucker and so we literally start walking down towards him and he's straight across the main draw from us and we're walking down towards him and i see your buck walk up out of the draw straight across from us like 200 yards from this white tail and uh and then
0: and it, it, he's walking now
1: yeah he's just limping pretty good yeah he's limping pretty good he walks up the hill and then the three point maybe the three point came out first i don't know that was pretty close but the three point goes up into the little the little draw that has the white tail and the small mealy in it and so he walks up in there and then your buck walks up just to the north so then we're like, Oh crap, well we can't can't go over there because 'cause we'll bump bump him out and he walks up the hill and just beds down. And then I don't remember if we I think you texted us and
0: said, Hey, uh we we saw your buck, we got him bedded down.
1: Yeah, and he just be bedded right there and we we started headed back to the truck just before dark. At this point, and he was he I kept checking on him as it got dark, and he never he never moved from that spot until although as far as I could see him so so that got us
0: through at least to dark yeah we met back at the at the tent the wall tent, and then the plan was to get up CJ head to head out, and then we were going to go back and uh and get back on him yeah so we did a pod the first podcast he jumped in the truck headed back to the D- Denver airport and then we went out and you found him pretty
1: quick yeah at it was kind of foggy yeah i found him immediately but he and he was on the same hill but he was up and moving he's kind of moving to the northeast and that day uh
0: that was our final day there and we knew we were going to get about 15 to 18 mile per hour wind yeah so we were pretty convinced that if we could bet him down in the right spot we could get on him again so (laughs) yep he dropped didn't you just see him drop into a draw and he never came out
1: yeah so he crossed there's like he crossed from one of the main drainages on the property to over the ridge to the opposite side and another main drainage, but, but basically like from one end of the property to the other, he crossed over this ridge. So we had to relocate. We had to, we got back in the ranger and drove all the way back around to try to relocate him. So, and I, he the, the jaw he dropped into and I ended up finding him bedded a a whole bunch of yuccas right there kind of at the like mid-jaw towards the top and kind of in the open
0: it wasn't like in a cut it was but he had a lot of
1: yeah it was was pretty open he had like a little a couple little banks behind him that were you know just several feet but he was he had a lot there's a ton of yuccas on that little patch and the wind
0: was coming cross yeah and I just remember you and I planned, because at this juncture, I want you to have your bow in your hand. You have a tag in your pocket. I still have a tag in my pocket. I've already wounded this deer. In my opinion, let's get another dead gamero in him.
1: Yeah.
0: So we go and we end up, what, we made a big circle around. You were going to stay a little bit lower and get to about 50 yards. Yeah. I was kind of going to work over the top and come in from the side. Again, trying to play the wind. Now, the wind's mm-hmm. not up to 15, 18 miles an hour, but it is, it was constant. Yeah. And it, there was enough wind. So that helped with our sound, but it also created... In that draw, it created some eddies, a little bit of swirling.
1: Yeah, which it, you know it does. Depending on which way the wind's hitting a draw, it's gonna do that.
0: And so you were, you ended up about 50 yards from him.
1: Yeah, so I worked. I went into the bottom, went along the bottom, and then because the the very bottom of the draw is really steep, so I could stay in the bottom and be out of sight. I probably could have walked underneath him. Um, if i if i had wanted to so i got down and i popped up and i was like i got a range on him there when i popped up he's at 70 yards but i could see another little spot up ahead that was 20 yards in front of me so i was like well if i can get to there i'll be 50 ish somewhere around 50 yards and so i went back down and got to the i ended up getting up getting to that spot and i could look up and see like pretty much all of his neck and his head from that from that spot right there just like looking through the grass
0: and i was too up and to your right but closer to him and i had a big cedar that i used for cover as i came down but then when i started to come around the cedar all i could see was yuccas. Yeah. he was still over the rise enough to where i could i
1: think maybe a little bit around around the corner around the corner
0: so for me um, you actually had a better vantage point than I did. Yeah. Because I never even saw him. So I'm sitting getting there, and I'm thinking, well, maybe I can creep out a little bit more, a little bit more, and just come around until I can see over those yuccas and maybe catch his antlers or s- something. Mm-hmm. And th- then...
1: Well, I think... wasn't So the wind was coming... The wind well, was... From, from his back, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So and you had that draw so from for me that wind was basically blowing down the bottom of the draw which is so so as we're planning this you know we're like okay my wind will blow down the bottom of the draw underneath him and then you don't want to get up straight above him am i remembering that right because the wind was like coming over the top correct so you don't want to get straight above him but you, if you kind of use that draw... That's why I was trying to stay off to your, the side. Your wind should go... There's a lo, kind of a little draw that went down past him. And um, and so you being kind of level with him on the hill, it shouldn't... In theory, it shouldn't blow across to him. It should blow as it's coming over the top, blow down that, that yeah, little draw right. into the bottom and basically hit my wind and blow out of there. And... So
0: but it was kind of the wind you know how if it's not constant it'll blow and then kind of back pressure it kind of mm-hmm. you know and that's what i felt like there was a couple of gusts where i'm like uh this doesn't feel right where i felt the wind on my neck like it was heading towards him so all i can assume is he he must have caught a whiff of me
1: yeah and so as i I'm, I'm sitting there watching him and i'm pretty sure that he's about 50 but i'm not positive and i think i think with my previous ranging mishap mm-hmm. i was a little bit gun shy so i'm like sitting there and i was literally the whole time trying to get a range through this grass which you know you have your rangefinder that does you know furthest object but I mean, if it's, it's, it was super thick grass and I didn't want to risk him seeing me. So I'm just like, just sitting there, just clicking, 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 trying to get this sucker to range through the grass, even though I was pretty sure it was 50. And then he kind of starts to like wig out and look around. And so then I'm like, oh crap. And I'm like, just trying to get a range. And cause hindsight, you know, I probably could have like just threw my release on and I'd have been able to where I was at, there's kind of a little bank and then a flat spot. So I'm like sitting on my butt on this flat spot and I have a couple foot bank with grass on the top of it. And so had I been able to, I could have just drawn and then stood up on that flat spot and it would probably put me pretty much right above the top of the grass for a shooting lane. And so he kind of starts to wig out and then he stands up and he, sits there for a few seconds like if i'd had it if i'd have been confident and had drawn as he got up i probably could have got a shot off but i'm like sitting and then finally when he stands up i get a range and it's like 50 on the dot and i'm like frick so i clip my release on and then he just jumps up out of there i mean, he almost goes past you but he was kind of up on the top but where he couldn't. was
0: yeah he was around to where there was enough of a swell yeah. if i would have stayed up top he would have come up and i i mean i don't know how i would have gotten drawn with him he would have yeah. seen me right away but 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 i never even saw him
1: yeah and i was just i was like dang it i should have you know nine sides 2020 but it was exactly 50. <laughs> And I'm like, and you didn't trust yourself. And I just didn't trust myself. Did so. you
0: shoot with your rangefinder the spot that you wanted to get to, like so? When you shot, shot him at yeah, seventy. Yeah, I was at
1: seventy, almost exactly, and I shot a spot that was twenty exactly,
2: but <sighs> but it wasn't like directly right. in line with him. Right. So. And both Levi are sitting on the other ridge, watching the whole thing happen, and this deer's falling asleep. It's yeah. Like he puts his head down, and yeah, and that's what I was seeing too. Yeah. I'm like,
1: I'm like, well, <laughs> I don't know how Trev, because I can't, I couldn't, I mean, I could have shot him in the throat, from, right, right. But like, I'm like, he's gonna have to stand up somehow because he is in those freaking yuccas and he was just kind of like head bobbing.
2: And it was hard for us to see because we could see you, and from our perspective, it looked like you were just above him, but you, in actuality, had a whole nother like little drainage to get over to him no not a Is drainage what a, or what would I that had, be i just
0: had the role of the uh, of the so i was in a draw came around that cedar tree mm-hmm. and that's when you guys could see me and then i just needed to get over and around but but the the role of the hill coming up out of that draw i was too low on this side that's why when he got Makes up sense. and walked up or jumped up and, and came up over the top. I could never see him because it was just enough. I had dropped down in that draw at an angle just enough to when I was kind of coming around because I didn't want
2: to come over the top of him because right. I was concerned about my wind. And I don't know if you. St- I don't know if you would have seen him still.
1: It'd have been. It'd have been tough. He was. That was not the best yeah, spot. Yeah. No.
0: Um. You had the best yeah. opportunity. In hindsight, now. So we kind of watched you kind of watched which way he went mm-hmm. and then we kind of regrouped went back around and then I just said go find him Tanner because he was limping so bad he, he would run a little ways and then he, he would limp and so I'm like man I, I you know well it didn't take you probably 20 minutes and you had found him again
1: yeah there's kind of a the jaw he tipped into had a lot of good cover up top some trees and stuff and then in the very bottom almost in the mouth there's like a like a chalk chalky it's rock. almost it's, rocky yeah it's it's a big rock it's like this chalk bluff thing and it's kind of like almost like a little bit of a depression like a mini cave it has a little overhang to it and like shielded on both sides and he, I found embedded in that sucker, and not really a super good approach on. I mean, you can get close for sure. To and, that spot and the that wind was, was pretty decent. Yeah, and the wind was much better was, for that better,
0: approach. Yeah, for sure. Well, at first we thought it was perfect. We we thought, oh, he's bedded in the right spot. And then yeah. as we got up there and realized that how deep that cut was, because I mean, many times we get right above deer because you get enough wind and uh, but in this situation he literally was in a little bowl yeah and I I thought well we'll try the same thing Tried to get you in a spot where you had that 50 that longer shot Mm -hmm. and I was going to try and get in there and this time I was just going to get in position and let him stand up yeah and the crazy thing is as I was moving in position he stood up turned around and then bedded the exact same way cuz mm-hmm. he was bedded kind of with his head towards us on the side that we approached him from. Yeah. We went up the opposite the opposite side of the of the cut of the drainage that that came into the he was he was in a side drainage. Mm-hmm. Let's let's explain that. And then we went one over and then came up over the top of that into the same little drainage he was in. Yeah. Little, little arroyo.
1: Yeah. And as long as you were higher up the draw, he could, there's no way. There was it, no way he was going to smell,
0: see you. smell or, or smell yeah, me. Or smell. Because the wind was right in my face. Yep. And it was now had picked up a little bit. So I wanted to get sub 20 mm-hmm. and then wait for him. So I got. <sighs> I just kind of kept just kind of creeping creeping I probably could have just stood up and walked yeah literally I probably could have stood up and walked to the to to where I ended up sitting down getting comfortable and then it was kind of a little flat spot and then it dropped down into the rest of the draw and I just kind of dangled my feet off the side and I was sitting on it like a bench with my angle so that I could shoot comfortably. Now I'm left-handed. You were sitting down? I was sitting down.
1: Huh. Uh-huh. I thought you were yeah. standing there. Same.
0: No. No, I was sitting, the mm. grass was here, and my feet were just dangling. I couldn't even read, like I couldn't stand. I would've had just to. swing swinging
1: your feet off there? I was Jake. just
0: swinging my feet like
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> So, but what I started doing was, I started inching my butt down oh. the drainage, because I could just see two tines. Yeah. Then I'd, I'd move six inches. Then I could see his whole right side. And then and I moved to, to where the little, that little rock on, on, on the left side of his little depression, I could see his rack. Yeah. Almost his full rack. I couldn't see the, because the, 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 he was facing me. I couldn't see the, the right, but I didn't want to move anymore thinking mm-hmm. I could get a shot at his body because his body was tucked back in there. So I sat there and I watched him. He was definitely licking on himself. He was, um, he never did get up while I was there. Yeah. I think in hindsight, the reason he got up, he was uncomfortable. And he got up and rather than laying the other way, the opposite way, it wasn't comfortable for him with his shoulder yeah. messed up. So he just turned around and, and then laid right back down in the same spot. So as I sat there, I'm just saying, just be patient. Now, before I left, I did, Kyle. We, we gave you the Montana decoy, buck right. decoy. Thinking, because many times, like on your buck last year, getting their attention, yeah. maybe get them to stand, keeping their attention on you. I was going to have you go out and come you know, a couple hundred yards away, pop that thing up and start moving like a buck and see if he could keep his attention and get him to stand. Because I was close enough, I was just... I'd shoot him in a frontal shot. Yeah. Um, Number one, I already have an arrow in him. It wasn't still in him, but I had already hit him with an arrow and wounded him. Number two, I'm probably 18 18 yards at this juncture. Yeah. So, but because he did stand up, my whole thought process was, I'm just going to let him stand on his own. If I let him stand on his own... I I I run that opportunity maybe he makes a circle and as he's turning around he gives me a great shot So every time he made a big move with his head I Was ready to get some tension on my release and draw right? Um, and Time ticked on and time ticked on and time ticked on and I just says be patient be patient. That's what I was telling myself I was actually enjoying it. I mean, we we we'd made a plan, and here we were working our plan. Well, I end up figuring maybe I can back up and come up over the top of him. So I start studying the cave, and I I'm basically looking at the way I would come. And I think I could have, and I would have been literally right above him, and I would not have been able to shoot him. Yeah. Right. Because he was tucked back in there. So, the only way I could have would have to come from the other side, but my wind would have blown right to him, yeah. or come up the bottom, but he's laying there looking that way. Right. So there, I'm. I, I think I came to realization that this was the best possible plan. Now, what can you see from where you were set up? Because oh. you were back and to the right of me.
1: Where you well, where you ended up, I was actually once you were in your final. Spot. Yeah, I was actually directly looking directly over the top of you, so that that kind of took me out of the equation as far as shooting because I was looking directly over the top of your head. So I could see everything you could see, and just a tiny bit more lower. Same exact angle though. I just I actually I just put my bow down because right. I had crawled in to where I was like 50 like maybe 50 or 55 I think um you know and I set up because I was like if he stands right here I can shoot him and then and then I after a while I peek up and I can see the top of your head and I was like okay so I just put my I just set my bow down because I didn't want to at that point I didn't want to move because I wasn't very far from seeing his eyeball at that spot
2: right so and you are running Um. camera Kyle right with tanner's help because i i hadn't seen where he was yet so both of you had seen where he was so as you, tanner's trying to point him out to me hardly see his antler sticking out from yeah the bottom it was in a bed.
1: dark dark shadow so I was it was pretty tough to see
2: but the camera, so set the camera up and sat there for a little bit but then tanner gave the the go because i i could only see him i couldn't you see saw him. me do this yeah yeah yeah, I got to a
0: point to where it had been forty-five minutes. I don't know, seven hours. I don't. Know. <laughs> it felt like forever, and that's when I did the old roundabout motion, meaning let's let's try and get him to stand. And so, Kyle, you grabbed that decoy,
2: and you went around. Right.
0: Ta- ta- talk us through that because that's an inch you'd never done that before.
2: No, I haven't. So that was a first, and I I had seen both of you do it once or twice before, so um, like you said, just take your time and I can, don't run, I can barely wave. hear you, dude. You said don't run and wave your arms like there crazy or... Well, I'm not going to suck on this. Well, I know,
0: but I, 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 I'm sitting here and I can, I can barely hear you.
2: <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt good? you. No, you're good. So the... Uh, so anyway, uh went went down and my first so I have no clue where you are. I wasn't sure if you were on the other side of that cave or if you were that overhang or, or where. So when I when I came up, my first thought was to try to get myself high enough to where the buck would would see me mm-hmm. and I still wasn't high enough when I finally got to the position where I could blatantly see his whole body and i'm thinking he's looking directly at me thinking he'd pop up he never did so i and i don't he did like he
0: did his head jerk over to you
2: it looked he looked it looked to me as if he was looking straight at me that's how i felt where i was
1: yeah but i think he was already happened to be looking in that direct direction
2: right and and i'm thinking if i can see you you can see me yeah. But it apparently wasn't enough. At that point, I still couldn't see you. I, st- I still couldn't see Trevin. So I drop back down, and there's, a, there's kind of this deep cut that comes down through the center. So I drop into that, go around, and then come up the other side. At that point, I see you. And in that moment when I have the decoy opened up, moving across this opening i see you but then i see the buck look my direction and then he gets up
0: and at that moment because i look over and that was the first time i saw you too i mean because i had been watching for you and i couldn't see you either and um so when you dropped down back in the draw and came up on the other side and started coming up the buck i saw the buck turn his head I saw you, I came to full draw.
2: Yeah, you, you, before he got up or as he was getting up, you were already at full draw.
0: I w- it was before. Yeah. And I'm like, did I just make a mistake? Because what if he didn't get up? Yeah. What if he just looks and yeah. lays there? I've had a buck. I've gotten from 200 yards out. Dave was sitting eight yards from a buck, and I was trying to make him stand. And I got to 40 yards of the buck, and he never stood. (laughs) And so I backed out, thinking he would stand to look as I started to leave, and he didn't.
1: Yeah, he, he stood, and, like, he turned his head to look at Kyle, and as he's coming up, he, like, immediately whips his head back. So that, like, as he hits full height, he's, like, he's looking at Trev, but... He didn't stop at all. He there was no from, hesitation. He went from, as soon as he hit the top of his legs, he just, like, loaded him again and freaking took off yeah. the other way. Yeah, it was gone. Like, and, so fast. And, yeah.
0: and it was then that we realized, okay, he's not as hurt as we thought he was, meaning he got out of there. Right. I mean, and I just remember being at full draw as he... Doop yeah. doop doop and well, ca- and
1: and when he got up from the first bed and took off across to the top of those hills, I'm like I mean, the all like I was like sure at that point he wasn't single lunged or anything like that. Right. I mean he was just, just his shoulder because when he wanted to go he freaking just took off. Right. And he went fast out of that second right. bed. Yeah. And there's a steep little bank right there and he just right up right up that sucker. Right. Yeah.
0: So It's one of those things where you kind of scratch your head a little bit. What could you have done better? What could you have done different? The only thing I think I could have done better was the initial shot. I needed to be four to six to eight inches back. And that would have, I know, been through his guts, but it would have also gone into his vitals. Mm -hmm. Or I would have been that last rib on into, through the liver, on into the lungs. Yeah. Um you know that's what you have to think of when you're taking those shots like that when they're not full broadside they're very lethal i've killed a lot of animals quartering away but you can't shoot them where you would shoot them when they're broadside because that angle cuts down your kill zone so
1: anyway No, i think uh i think like a a 45 which he may have been steeper than 45 quartered away that's about probably the best shot there is yeah so you just have to you just have to put it further back. Yeah. But you have yeah. an unobstructed generally unobstructed view of all of their vitals. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I love that hunt. It is uh there's there's usually a multiple opportunities. Yeah. It's it's um a lot of action. You see usually a lot of deer. And it's country that's kind of fun because if you blow it, usually you can go and glass up something else. Yeah. So. Yep. Target, I guess target rich environment.
1: Yep. No, it's a that's. A and fun
2: it's fun place. to have
0: people like CJ come and join us. And yeah. Kyle, this is that was your second time.
2: Uh, that was my third time, third time. in Nebraska, but oh. but nah, last year really didn't count. I was there for a day. Yeah, that's right, because you just came in and, and left. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not a far but drive. It, it's a fun. It's an it that I I don't get to hunt that, but that's probably one of one of my favorite places to go, just because it's so, you know, deer rich, and I feel like opportunities is uh, a lot of fun to kind of experience. So. I think
0: it's also a great way to, to try some of these things from decoying to approaches. You, yes. You really have, you understand the wind. You know, I used to hate wind until we started doing that hunt and it really solidified for me how, even though it's windy, how mm-hmm. close you can get on mule deer by taking out that sense, that that, that hearing mm-hmm. that they have and be able to really nail down the, the their sense of smell because the wind's so strong. Yep. So
2: and it's, I I mean, what a great hunt! I mean, I wish that'd be great if that was like before elk season, the high country stuff too, because then you're just paying attention to that type of stuff. And the the one thing that blew my mind, not not being um, experienced in this type of hunting at all, how close the first year we got to those deer <laughs> with CJ and you guys and his decoys. I mean, I yeah. it was unreal, unreal.
0: Yeah. Well, if if you get in a situation where they think it's another deer, you can get away with it. And if if the circumstances had been different, you probably could have gone down there and decoyed that whitetail in.
1: Yeah, I really, I really wanted to try that. You know, if I'll if, if my secret, buck hadn't, you know, hadn't limped up
0: that. from the bottom of the draw. Yeah. But it was fun. That's a that's a great hunt. It's a hunt we look forward to all year long and it's one that make continues to make memories.
1: Yep. For sure. Yeah, it's a good one.
0: Well guys, thanks for listening. I hope uh I hope you enjoyed it. Um it's gonna be an interesting story to tell when we edit the video because uh it's really a it'll be a an example of what can happen yeah your miss my my initial miss your miss uh you know cj with uh, which i don't i don't know how he shot that buck so so perfectly straight across even though he was angling down
1: yeah that's still that's
0: just uh, that's a mystery it's the mystical flight of the arrow. mystical flight of the (sighs) arrow. well thanks for listening and as always god bless and we will catch you guys down the trail